If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. This is the first episode that I am going to be covering listener advice. So if you missed it in other episodes in the outro, once a month, I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to one of my listeners' breakup situation, and I am going to go over my thoughts, my advice, what I would recommend for support on the show. So if you would like to submit your breakup situation, I will include the link in the show notes, and you can also find it on my website. And again, it is completely anonymous. And in this form, I ask a couple logistical questions, and then I ask people to describe what happened in their breakup. Um, And then the second question is, what do they need the most advice and support on? So we are going to be covering that today. And like I said, this is anonymous, but I do like to give people a name. So I'm going to call her June. And to start off, I'm just going to read to you what she wrote in the form so we can get a full background on what's going on. And then we're going to step back and kind of break it down line by line. So again, fictitious name is June. She is 29 and her breakup happened on January 25th of this year and they were together for six months. So June writes, hi, thanks so much for this. I reconnected with an old flame from college. He private messaged me on Instagram in July of 2019, and since then we have talked on the phone every day. I went to visit him in Florida in October. I live in New Jersey, and we had a blast. I originally wasn't looking for anything serious because of the distance, but he was pushing for it to be more. We have always had a connection and fun together, so I finally committed to him. He came and visited in December, and I went to visit in January. The whole time he was pushing for me to move to Florida, sending me job leads, referring recruiters to me. He was talking of marriage and moving in together a week before I was offered a great opportunity with a company in Jacksonville, Florida, where he lives. And when I told him I got the job, he told me not to take it and that he still wanted to do distance. This completely caught me off guard considering that he was, he has never given me any indication that this was how he was feeling. 
It was actually the complete opposite of all of his actions and words leading up to this moment. As someone who has been cheated on in the past, my immediate thought was that he was living a double life and didn't want me to disrupt his Florida life. So I broke up with him and took the job because it truly was a great opportunity and I didn't want to regret passing it up. After a few days of not speaking, I reached out to him to reconcile. He was not up for reconciliation and blamed it on my lack of trust and how I reacted to the situation. I was left in complete confusion how someone could do such a 180 on their feelings, and when trying to talk it through and work it out, I didn't get any answers from him. I am not much of a risk taker, nor do I have many relationships, so this breakup has hit me pretty hard. I haven't spoken to him since, respecting his wishes to be left alone. Then 20 days after our breakup, I see on Facebook that he is already in a relationship with another woman. My gut told me that this relationship was probably happening while we were together, and seeing this has left me feeling used, embarrassed, questioning everything, digging for answers I know I'll never get, and replaying what I could have done differently to spare myself such a heartache. I know it was an unconventional relationship from the start, but I really believed it would work and was willing to give it a true chance by moving. So first off, I am so sorry that this is happening, and this is the background of the relationship, and I'll get to specific questions that she has, but I wanted to walk through this and break it down. And the first thing I want to say and what I want to touch on is the fact that the relationship was only six months. And I truly believe that regardless of how long your relationship was, you still have every right to feel how you're feeling. I get the message all the time of, I only dated this guy for a month. I can't believe I'm still so sad. I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I really don't like to put shoulds on how you're supposed to be feeling. Because the fact of the matter is, you're feeling how you're feeling. And a connection can form in a couple weeks. It can take years. It totally depends. So I think if you are going through a breakup where maybe it was, you know, quote unquote, a short amount of time in how you view it, it's still absolutely okay to be heartbroken. So I wanted to first start with that. So the next thing she says is, after a few days of not speaking, I reached out to him to reconcile. He was not up for reconciliation and blamed it on my lack of trust and how I reacted to the situation. This is really not okay. And of course, there are types of reactions that are not okay. Like, you know, if you're reacting by like hitting him, screaming, um, you know, something that's really harmful, that is, you know, that I would say is not okay. But from what it sounds like, you had a very real conversation with how you were feeling. And he ended up blaming you for that. So that is not okay. You should always feel comfortable expressing how you're feeling without, you know, being judged. Everyone can have their own reaction, but you should never have your feelings um, not validated right off the bat. The next thing is, she said, I was left in complete confusion how someone could do such a 180 on their feelings, and when trying to talk through it and work it out, I didn't get many answers from him. So this can absolutely be one of the hardest parts of going through a breakup is the blindsided part of it. It's one thing when we can kind of see it coming, but when it comes completely out of nowhere and the actions and the words of the other person 
were telling a completely different story and then you're hit with this. You know, it feels like the world has been ripped out from underneath you. Um, It feels like a huge punch to the gut. So I just want to reiterate that this does make the breakup a lot harder and it can be kind of a mind F where you don't really know what to believe. You don't feel like the reality is real and you feel like maybe you were seeing something different. So I will touch on this a little bit more in my advice at the end, but I just want to say and validate that this makes a breakup a lot harder. The next thing is then 20 days after our breakup, I see on Facebook that he is already in a relationship with another woman. My gut told me that this relationship was probably happening while we were together. First of all, ouch. I know that really has to hurt. And I think it's really easy to want to make the assumption that something was going on beforehand. But I want to warn you that as much as possible, we don't want to try to make those assumptions, even though I know it's hard not to. But the fact that he's in a new relationship so quickly is already painful. But then if our mind tries to tell us, well, he was probably in this before when we don't really know. And I'm not saying this to protect him or defend him at all. I'm just saying spending your emotional capacity thinking about how this could have been going on beforehand um, will just make it that much harder. So really just try to focus on the facts and heal based on those facts. The next thing is, as hard as this is to wrap your head around, remember that this has nothing to do with you. I know it probably feels like he's in this new relationship at you, but from what it sounds like, he probably has quite a few issues going on himself. It sounds like he could you know, be emotionally unavailable, be in fear of commitment um, based on you know, how he kind of led you down this road of moving and then said, no, just kidding. So um, you can't let his actions dictate how you feel and how worthy you feel. And that, this is why it's so important to unfollow or block on social media right after a breakup because we don't want to have to see these things. These things just throw a complete curveball into our already broken hearts. So as tempting as it probably is to know these things, it does not serve us well at all. So highly, highly recommend not using social media in that way. So The next thing is going over what are you needing support and advice on. So this is what June wrote. She said, I would say my biggest struggle is trying not to beat myself up after this breakup. I am typically a practical person and I feel dumb for letting myself take a risk, getting into an unconventional relationship, and be willing to make a move for someone I care about. When we broke up, he called me too emotional and said, are you going to react like this to everything? This was the first time we have had an issue like this. I am 29 years old and have a pretty good grasp on my emotions, but he made me feel as though my reaction to him misleading me was wrong and that I was the sole reason for our breakup. He told me he lost all feelings for me once I said I didn't know how to trust him. This left me questioning my reactions, my instincts, and if I could ever really trust someone again. It left me feeling completely disposable as a person. I am struggling with all the questions running through my head. Was the issue really me not being able to trust or was he really seeing someone else and using my reaction as a scapegoat? Why did I cry? Why did I say I couldn't trust him? Was I ignoring red flags all along? How could I let it get this far with someone who could just throw me away like I was nothing? Why is he okay and I'm hurting? 
what does she have that I don't? Am I too emotional? Why can everyone else make make relationships work but me? Am I meant to be loved? All these questions and many more have played on repeat through my brain. Thank you so much for reading this. Your posts of encouragement have been a blessing in these hard times. Although this isn't the longest relationship I've had, it has been one of the toughest. Any advice on how to navigate from here will be greatly appreciated. And wow, I relate to all of these feelings so much. And I know a lot of you listening can as well. And that was a big reason why I wanted to do this listener advice, because I want to remind you that regardless of your breakup situation, you are not alone. And maybe this breakup, June's breakup, isn't necessarily exactly your situation, but I can bet 100% that some of these feelings that she is experiencing are ones that you're experiencing as well. And I wanted to go back and again, break this down and answer some of her particular questions. And the first is, I would say my biggest struggle is not is trying not to beat myself up after this breakup. I am typically a practical person and I feel dumb for letting myself take a risk, getting into an unconventional relationship, and being willing to make a move for someone I cared about. And I love talking about this subject of beating ourselves up after a breakup because it is one of the biggest things that hinders us from healing is the continuous beating ourselves up over how we acted or what we could have done. And it makes sense why we do it. We are feeling angry. We're feeling really lost and confused. And we can't take these feelings out on our ex necessarily. So it makes sense that we would in turn take it out on ourselves. So I think regardless of how your relationship ended, we spend a lot of time beating ourselves up over this. But I want you to know that I think there are thousands of women in this world who would have gone through this exact relationship situation and would have made the exact same choice. So this does not make you dumb. This makes you a human being who felt a connection to someone and cared and loved for someone. So you made this move. It does not make you stupid. It just makes, you know, it's a normal emotional reaction. I'm sure I would have done the exact same thing in that situation. So I want you to know that you are not alone and applaud for you for taking a risk like that for someone you love. So I really hope that you don't lose that ability to love someone like that in the future. The next question is, when we broke up, he called me too emotional and said, are you going to react like this to everything? Wow. Uh, I think as women, we get this a ton of people saying that we're too emotional and need to get a grasp on our emotions. But your reaction did not cause this breakup. Again, your reaction did not cause this breakup. And there are very few singular actions that cause a breakup, you know, aside from infidelity or, you know, physical abuse. Typically, you know, you saying one thing instead of the other thing is not the reason a breakup happened. So, Don't put that much pressure on yourself. And I think women get faulted for being too emotional all the time, which biologically, men and women are different. And I think biologically, women are a lot more emotional. But your emotions are not a bad thing at all. And from the way that you wrote this story, it does not sound like you were too emotional at all. It sounds like you were completely logical. And again, I think almost every woman listening to this show, including me, 
would have reacted the exact same way when you made this, you took this job after being told you should take a job and then it was taken away from you and considering your history, which is a big driver for our behaviors and relationships, you were absolutely not too emotional and I want you to know that to your inner core. And this leads back again to beating ourselves up. We're already in so much pain after a breakup from the, like based on the actions of the other person that the last thing we want to do is layer on shame and guilt from ourselves. So definitely let that go. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to have emotions and it's really healthy to express that. I would say it would be a lot more destructive and less healthy if you acted like you were totally fine with what he said to you. So kudos to you for saying how you feel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. The next question, was the issue really not me being able to trust or was he really seeing someone else and using my reaction as a scapegoat? So again, let's take the question of seeing someone else off of the table because the speculation, again, is not going to help us. In fact, it's probably going to harm us even more. And I think what the answer to this is I mean, we will never likely know, but it's probably more of an option C where, you know, maybe he has commitment issues. Maybe he's scared of being in a relationship and was scared to have you make the move for him. We'll never really know. And we could spend hours and days and weeks and months speculating on why he did this. But I think the sole thing is for you to focus on is that 
you followed your heart, you didn't do anything irrational, and your reaction, again, was not irrational. And I love this question, but why did I cry? You cried because you're human, you know? If um, you cried because you got hurt, and that's okay. I think crying is so beautiful. It's such a beautiful release of emotions. And I spent so much of my life feeling so shameful for crying. And then when I finally let go and allowed myself to cry when I felt sad or hurt, it's so healing. It's so healing. It's not a fun process, but I always feel a hundred times better after I cry. So please never blame yourself for crying. It's, you know, see see it as a way of your body releasing emotions instead of letting them get stuck. Now we have the red flags question. Was I ignoring red flags all along? And the answer to this is maybe, you know, I don't know all of the ins and outs of the relationship, but what I wanted to touch on here is this is a huge benefit of processing the relationship after it's over. And I don't think we can really do this until we've had some significant healing and we can look back on the relationship objectively. And I think once we get to that point where we're not so invested and still so sad about the breakup, we can look back and say, oh, I did notice this. I, you know, didn't think that this was a big deal, but maybe it was. And we do this process not to again, use it as a way to beat us up or say like, I can't believe you didn't see that. It's more of we take these things with us into future dating and future relationships. So if you see that same thing pop up again, you can say, oh, I have seen this before. This is not okay with me. And so I need to either bring it up or decide if this person's not the right one for me. So I think at some point, maybe in a few months, you can look back and maybe try to look and identify these red flags and then use those as a great learning experience and a good lesson for your future relationships. Most people don't process their relationships. And this is a huge component of my online course. I cannot stress it enough. It is so important to go through and process your relationship once you have the emotional capacity to do it. Most people don't do it. And this is typically why you see a lot of people in this same pattern where they'll, you know, someone might say, I was cheated on five times. I don't know what's wrong with me. And it's like, it's not necessarily something wrong with you, but there's clearly some pattern in how you are approaching relationships and how you are picking people out that you could learn from. You know, for me, I was in emotionally unavailable relationships three times in a row and I got dumped three times in a row because the guy didn't want to get married or have kids. And I finally had to look at that and say, okay, what am I reflecting out that is causing this? So identifying red flags. And a lot of times we can only see red flags in hindsight. Hindsight's always 2020. I have been in relationships with glaring red flags that I just breezed over and painted them green because I couldn't see them. And it's not necessarily something, again, to beat ourselves up over. And I think it's really natural that we breeze past those. So that's why it's really important to go into dating and to go into relationships with an understanding of what red flags mean to you. So that way you can spot them. Why is he okay and I'm hurting? 
I also love this question because I get this all the time. Why does he look so happy and I am so miserable? First, men and women deal with pain in very different ways. A lot of times the pain from a breakup for men doesn't even really hit them until, you know, six months post breakup where with women, it tends to hit them right away. I am also going to make the assumption that you learned about his relationship and are seeing how he is doing based on his social media. Social media never, ever, ever tells the whole story. You have no idea how he's really doing. You have no idea how this new relationship looks. He could have grabbed that relationship because he was feeling so insecure or so fearful or so sad from your breakup that he just needed to grab someone to make himself feel better. You have no idea if he is continuing this emotionally unavailable pattern and this new woman is now suffering from that. So you really have no idea. He's not going to be posting crying pictures on his social media. This is why it just pays to not look because we'll never get the full story and the other person will never match our expectations because if you saw online that he was like crying and sad and doing really horrible, you'd probably feel bad as well. So it's like, it's never, it's just a lose-lose situation to look at how your ex is doing or to ask about how your ex is doing after the breakup. This last one, what does she have that I don't? Am I too emotional? And to this, I just want to say that you are worthy. This new girl has nothing to do with you. Your emotions throughout this were all valid. And it does not sound like you were too emotional. It just sounds like it wasn't meant to work between the two of you. And that's okay. And I firmly, firmly believe that every breakup we go through at some point in the future, we're really, really grateful that we're not with them in the long term. So hang on to that. And the last thing would be my advice for this situation. The first one, and I have already mentioned this, but immediately block him on fa- on all social media there is nothing serving you seeing how he is doing. I also would take it a step further. And I know you guys knew each other from college. So if you have friends that are still connected with him and you think maybe they might let you know how he's doing, ask them to not share that with you. This is going to be a really important time for you to just focus on you and seeing him is going to hurt that process. This leads me to my second piece of advice would be to focus on you and a lot of self-love. There is a lot of beating yourself up going on right now. There is a lot of shame and guilt that you're feeling. Um, So write down some affirmations every morning. I actually just posted a blog post on my website of a list of over 20 affirmations to utilize during a breakup. So definitely check that out and either say them out loud or write them down every single day because you really need to reinforce your worth and your self-esteem because I think it was really harmed during this breakup, which is understandable, but really to focus on self-love right now. I would next say try to catch yourself when you're getting into the overanalyzing. So when you were going into the coulda, woulda, shoulda thinking, just say, hey, today we're not going to go there. 
we're just not going to go there and then do some kind of pattern interrupt. Maybe go on a walk, call a friend, watch a funny YouTube video. I have finally gotten on TikTok and started watching those and those can be a pretty instant mood booster as well. So tell yourself not to go there and then do a little pattern interrupt. The next thing is talk about your breakup with your friends. I'm not sure how much you're already doing this, but I can sense that there's a lot of shame and guilt associated with the breakup. And I think that's another pretty thick layer that you're experiencing with this pain. And talking to your friends will, number one, I could bet a lot of money that most of your friends would agree that every way you reacted was completely valid and that you were not too emotional and it was 100% okay that you cried and got upset. So hearing that validation from your friends is going to be really helpful. And then also, I'm sure a lot of your friends have experienced similar feelings and there's so much power in sharing something and then someone saying, oh yeah, me too. I've, d- I've done that. I've experienced that. I've felt that. I've been through that. There's a lot of power in that. And I think one of the biggest antidotes to guilt and shame is by being vulnerable and sharing it with the people that you love. So I would really encourage you to do that. And and again, this advice is going to go towards anyone having similar feelings from their breakup. It does not need to be the exact same situation. But if you are experiencing these feelings of shame, guilt, beating yourself up, please take some of these tips and start incorporating them. And then the last thing is let yourself have your feelings as they come up. I also think you're probably judging how you're feeling. So if you're crying and getting upset, you might be saying, oh, I am too emotional. Or if you're upset, maybe saying, you know, turning it towards you instead of maybe towards the ex. So whatever feelings come up, say, okay. I am feeling angry or I am feeling sad. That's okay. I am accepting this feeling for what it is. I would definitely recommend journaling so you can really start looking at those feelings and identifying them and getting more comfortable with having them because they're all valid and they are all okay and probably very normal to be experiencing when you're going through something tough. And what's going to happen is if you continue to deny and judge your feelings, they're going to get trapped and you're not going to be able to work through them as quickly. So for the sake of healing from this breakup and feeling better again, definitely like whatever comes up, let it come up. Cry. Crying is a amazing tool for a breakup. I have shared this I think on another episode, either one previously or one coming out, but I used to have a, and actually I still do, I have a playlist on my Spotify that is called Cry, and anytime that I feel like I maybe need to cry or I need to embrace the fact that I'm about to start crying because, again, I lived most of my life feeling very shameful of crying, I will put that playlist on and like allow myself to have it because it's really important and it's a great way to release those things that can become trapped in us. So overall, I hope this was helpful, not only to June, but to the rest of you guys listening on there. 
Um, really important to remember that you're not alone, no matter what kind of breakup you're experiencing or what kind of feelings you're experiencing. Um, pain is very universal. And the last thing we want to do is guilt ourselves for feeling it or shame ourselves for feeling it. And that applies to how you're doing in your breakup and then also how the relationship ended up. So if you would like to have your breakup story covered on next month's episode, you can click the link in the show notes and go to my anonymous form and submit it there. Also, um, if you have not already joined my private Facebook group, highly recommend doing that. It's a great way to connect with other people to serve as a continuous reminder that you are not alone. And I hope everyone is doing okay through another week of self-isolation and quarantine. However you're handling your pain right now, as long as it's not extremely destructive, is okay. Um, It's okay if you're crying. It's okay if you are journaling. It's okay. No matter how you're dealing with it, it's okay. I just want to validate that. And I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.